I have a good sex life, not afraid to say that. Um, I suppose I'm not the sort of person who says anything less than a good sex life. In this day and age, people are having sex younger and younger. There's more and more sex on TV, in music. Me and the guy making out on the rugby pitch. But I am basically kinky besties at this point. Some edge play includes blood, knives, needles, electro, fire, and consensual non-consent, and all that sort of thing. Just one of those things like, I... I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. I'm not ashamed of the sex that I have. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy sex. Well, I mean, the way that I see sex and consent is quite simple. Don't get some until you get some. That's true. My life is a porn. I just don't film it. everybody welcome to another episode of the a slot podcast that's of course advice sex love understanding and trust i haven't said that in a while it feels good to be uh back on the road and uh on the microphone again uh it has been a little while it, that reason is because i am on tour at the moment um a lot of you guys have been following the progress of this a little bit um but yeah i am on tour it is difficult to get uh get time to myself to actually do these things guys so you might have to bear with me a little bit but i do have a lot of cool stuff coming up um, as part of this, I got a few interviews lined up. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you who they're with just at the moment. You're gonna have to wait and find that out uh, when they come around. But yeah, there's a, there's a few interviews that I'm gonna be doing. Um, I'm teaching a class in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in about a week's time. I'll definitely let you guys know how that went because um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, to do that. Currently, I am sitting in a hotel room. In little old Tombstone, Arizona. Now, first of all, what a name for a fucking town Tombstone is, just for starters. And what a fucking cool town this is as well. It's definitely definitely a, uh, a tourist destination nowadays, but some of the history that's here is, is really, really cool. So the, they've got things like the shootout at the OK Corral. I've got a few different ghost things to go around. It's basically just an old western town nowadays, and it's just really, really cool to come here. And and have a look around and just see see what's about. It's nothing that that we have where I'm from in New Zealand, but it's it's really really cool to see it now. Um, we've been through LA a little bit. We've been through San Diego. We had an epic night in Tijuana. Um, I might tell you guys about that a little bit later. 
Um, I might not. We'll see how we go with it because it was uh, it was a pretty epic night. Um, then we made our way over to Tucson, uh, which is just up the road from where I am now in Tombstone. Uh, while I was in Tucson, though, I was able to have a nice wee chat with the people from the Unicorn Report, and that's what today's episode is going to be. Is my chat with Unicorn Report. It's kind of a collaboration. It's going up on both our channels, so do go and check out their channel as well. You don't have to listen to this episode twice. I'm not asking you to do that, but do go and check out their channel. Um, all of the links will be in the description below, and you'll be able to have a uh, have a listen to them as well. They're really, really cool people, and it was almost last second. Um, they didn't actually get back to me until I was about 55 miles out of Tucson, um, and we managed to still organize organize a wee bit of a meetup and and we ended up chatting for for almost two hours so i hope you enjoy this it's a long one but um i'll stop piss assing around with my talking here and i'll uh, let you guys have a listen to the audio please enjoy and let's stay ace lady episode of the Unicorn Report, and we're doing a cooperative podcast. It's This is a first for the Unicorn Report, and we're going to have someone else introduce himself, who's also a podcaster. Go ahead. Hey there, it's uh, Simon here from the Ace Lot Podcast, all the way from New Zealand. I've uh, made my way oh, throughout a little bit of America so far, and then... Um, here I am with with the Unicorn Report, and it's it's yeah, it's really really cool. It's really crazy that I'm what probably like 19 hour flight away from from you guys ordinarily, but I'm here sitting across the table. You at a Mexican restaurant <laughs> doing uh, having having a wee bit of chat. Yeah, it's really 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 cool. And you were telling us you uh, you guys had drove in the other day from Tijuana. Yeah, so um, we just we just um, so six and a half hours. Uh, drive in from from Tijuana three because I've got two traveling companions, not podcasters, but traveling companions who are doing it with me. So we ha- basically just had three hungover people in a car for a six six and a half hour drive, which was lovely. Yeah, not 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 the most fun, but but yeah, no, it's 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 all fine now. We're all feeling a, a wee bit better. They're, they're they're back at our Airbnb at the moment, so okay. I think everything's going to be pretty sweet from here, but. Uh, so sort of in the theme of this, I got a sort of a, I don't know if it's really a dad joke, but, so, right. knock, joke. knock. Who's there? Tijuana. Tijuana who? Tijuana take your mother to the gangbang. <laughs> 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 that there reminds me of a song. That there reminds me of a song. It's by a, a band called Steel Panther, who, they're the best 80s band from the 2000s, is the way that they, the way that they put themselves, so... You know how 80s bands, the lyrics were always sexual, but they were kind of 
Yeah, we got two in the whole state of Arizona, so yeah, they're both freaky. Yeah, creepy. they're both yeah. Well, I don't know. They I actually can't really speak well, for. Yeah. I can only speak. No, the other one. They're both a little creepyish, but but anyway. We know one. Digress. They assign you your own personal creeper dude. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's how it felt. Yeah. Yeah. The minute we walked in, it was like, "Hi, I'm Jose, and I'll be your creeper for the night." Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, he just. If I'm not creeping you out. Nearly enough, please let me know and I'll step up my game. <laughs> I mean the last one I went to was in was in Sydney, which was like a couple of months ago now. And that was with the buy the buy guys and yeah, yeah. I went over they had a, a podcast meet and mingle because there was a, a few uh, actually the bed hoppers were there as well. Mm-hmm. The bed hoppers from the UK were there as well. Um, and that was um I mean I don't remember because I was there. Yeah, I remember because I listened you were to listening to podcast. Yeah. It's good to know that some people actually listen to me talking to a microphone for an hour. Um, but, and yeah, that was a few months ago. And that was honestly probably one of the best experiences in a club that I've had, just because everything was sort of straightforward. Um, it did help that it was a buy night, and I'm a buy guy, so it just. Well, I was going to ask about, about that. that. Mm. Only because when I'm listening to that podcast and I'm hearing you talk about mm. I'm thinking, wait, they're in a club. Like, how is that working? Man, because here, just to give you some perspective about American clubs, Mm -hmm. uh, it's okay, like, generally, like, it's just sad, but it's okay for women to be super bi, you know, even lesbian, like, that's cool, but if you're a bi guy, it's like, you know, don't talk about it. People are just terrified. Yeah. Terrified. And this is why, especially, I don't mean any disrespect by this, but through the southern states, I was going to try and sort of keep that a little bit on the... Yeah, no, I understand. On the download, because I I know what what the the, the climate is in the the southern states, especially. I'm about to head through Texas, it's going to... Yeah. It's going to stay right up inside. Keep it puckered. Keep it puckered, is that... Yeah, Yeah. keep it exit all the way down there. I just wish that, you know, I'm going to... I hope that it changes for guys. Me too. And it's it's just one of those things that no matter where you go, bi girls are hot, bi guys are weird. It's yeah. it's so always so going to be a thing. Even from in all the parties you've been in. Well, still yeah, like it's more accepted in the scene where where I'm from, where in New Zealand and even Australia, because that's just the climate, especially politically. Not so much Australia now. They've got a an ultra religious prime minister in Australia, so that's starting to go the wrong way. <clears throat> but we're in New Zealand. It's a really progressive sort of sort of society so it's relatively well thought of there i don't think i ever actually came out either i just sort of started sharing things and just right, sort of, yeah. and it certainly didn't seem like you were shy in the podcast no right? I'm, I'm not shy there's, <laughs> there's definitely no shyness about it i think that's cool though no, i like that i like because the whole i think way. more guys need to do that that's the only thing mm. that's the only way anything's gonna change is just to come out mm. yeah, just be honest about it yeah. you know you know the thing is I don't care if you accept it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you embrace it. But just don't like make me put it in the closet and keep it there. Yeah. Because you don't right. like it. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have to love it. Well, it's 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 also something that I say about religion. Okay. If you can't do that because of your religion, that's fine. If I can't do that because of your religion, that's not okay. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that's the that's, that's the way that's that I see. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Everything should be looked at that way. Yeah. 
I mean, unless if you can't do it because of X, Y, Z, then that's yeah. fine. But if you're trying to get me to stop doing something that because I want because of your, your thoughts yeah. and your like opinions, your vegetarian friend. Mm. I know she was really good though. She was like, I don't want force people. I don't want to. Vegetables. You yeah. must eat the vegetables. You must eat the vegetables. Leave the meat alone. <laughs> Sorry. See, I, I love a steak. I, like a I love a steak too much to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I, mm. I really enjoyed that part of it. You know, listen to the story and you know your experience, mm. but also the idea that it just happened, yeah. like out in the open. It, it wasn't like you had to go to a secret room exactly. to do this so yeah, nobody else could see it. it. it it's kind of great for me because all, all of my social, my personal social media, I put my podcast stuff, I share it on my personal social media and I talk about it all mm-hmm. in my personal social media as well as oh, that's cool. as, as the podcast stuff. So there's, there's no real wall for me. I know that some people like to keep their life separate because of, excuse me, that was a burp. Uh, because of potential ramifications in their life, and that's fair enough. That's right. Yeah. That's their jam. That's okay. I understand that. I don't have any potential for anything to go wrong. Yeah. Like I run, uh, about to go back into business for myself as a courier. Uh, it's not going to affect that in any way, shape, or form. Right. Yeah. You know, it's still going to be me doing me. Being It'd be really muscle. nice if it never affected. It would. Know, if your personal life just wasn't really important enough to mess mm. with your professional life. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, like, it's just kind yeah. of a new point. Like, oh, hey, we found out he's a swimmer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay, so next next on the agenda for the meeting is... <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, you know. and then you get... Yeah. Uh, well, that's a problem now. If you do sort of... Something slips out or, or you say something about it, you get 20 million questions right. about right. whatever. Because... I started on the polyamory side and moved towards the swing side, so have a foot in both camps. Polyamory is the biggest one, where you sit there and you just get 70 million questions about polyamory. Oh, aren't you guys just a whole bunch of sluts that sleep with everybody? Well, no, actually. And it's the same in the swing world. Don't you just sleep with everybody? Do you have standards? Well, yes, we do have standards. Because it's happen to be really low. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, so, mine aren't. I've, I've got no, a standards, but yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where you sit there and go, well, no, I, I actually want to. Some people want to get to know the people before they go off to a room and play. Right. Thank you, much. Some some yes. people will just go, Hugh, how about it? Right. It's, it and, it's, and it's all okay. Met, yeah, there's no kind. there's no wrong way to do it. No, it's yeah, just go right. and do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I get that all the time. Like, get yeah, what? Well, like, why don't you, like, try to get more women at the swimmer party? Or, you know, why are you only... Yeah, why aren't you, why aren't you, what do you, what do you, what do you call and, your, and your, 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 your fam? Your sister your, your bang, No, your banging, oh. your banging man. Oh, my kids found out I, I was a swinger, <laughs> my two daughters. And... <laughs> So they told all their friends that I pound mad puss. <laughs> <laughs> and so I tried to discourage that. Did, did, did animal services pop around? Or? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I tried to explain to them that I'm I'm not a player. I don't do one night stands. I, I care about, and I know the people that I play with. Yeah. Sleep with, have sex with, whatever you want to call it. You know. And it, I mean, I can count on one hand how many one-night stands I've had. And actually, on like three fingers, the intentional ones. Yeah. You know, where you know, you know, this is the one and only time. Yeah. yeah. A couple of them, I didn't realize. I thought I was going to be a little more involved. 
more frequently, but it turned out to be a one-night stand. Half of this trip's going to be one-night stands for me because I'm only here for one or two nights in each place. Right, right. and that's, you know, Mm. and that's kind of the way Nadia Nolan's ends up being. Yes, definitely. It's not even night. You don't have time to make it to the night. I know. It has to be like instant stand. No, seriously, if you 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 are interested... Yeah, seriously. You need to go for it right away. Like right immediately, right because chances are you never, you may never see that person again. There are so many people there. It's crazy. And what happens is like you'll say, hey, let's meet at this room at six o'clock, and you get there and they're not there, Mm -hmm. and you meet them, run into them, you know, the next day, and they're like, oh, we ran into another couple, sorry, you know, or we found a unicorn or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's one of those, you know, that's why we didn't really function at our peak yeah. in Nadia Nolans because we just were that far not off the game. Not aggressive I don't think yeah. we're really aggressive enough. Yeah. We're not aggressive. Maybe just not asking enough people, but we're also kind of... We kept thinking, well, well let's, let's make plans to meet up again because we kind of like them, and then yeah. it never kind of happened, so... Yeah, that's you know, true. We uh, tried, but I don't know. I don't know if we pushed enough to be like, well, we got to do somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Came all this way in case do each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no. That's amazing. See, so the, 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 the difficulty for me, especially with swingers events and whatnot, is that currently I'm, I'm single. I don't right, have yeah. somebody that I can just go, okay, let's right. go to this tonight. Right. Like I've this got, guy, I'm like, come on. <laughs> well, I've, got a, I've got a couple of friends who occasionally might be up for something, but there's no, you know, I can't sit there and, and look at like six months in advance see what events are coming up right with, yeah. my, with my partner and go okay let's yeah. let's go and do this it just it can't work that way for me which is which is sad because yeah. you know I mean I think and and the dating pool in New Zealand because it's so small like the city city I use in air quotes because I think it's a large town at best has 400,000 people it's the second biggest it's the second biggest place in New Zealand at 400,000 people and so the dating pool is already quite small, right? right. And that, you add in the poly bit, it gets smaller. You add in the oh king bit, it gets there's smaller. There's like one other person. Add, yeah. add, 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 <laughs> add in the swing a bit, there's literally like three people, and you've already probably dated them at yeah. some point. <laughs> Sounds like my dating life. <laughs> you know, and it, yeah. and it becomes like really les- quite difficult. Sounds like the lesbian community in Tucson. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, I think... Mm-hmm. Then add in the bisexual part. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, okay, it's just me. Yeah, and then I just sit there with my finger on my own ass because no <laughs> right. one else is going to do it. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I think as much as I am, I'm a single man in the lifestyle as well, yeah. Robin and I go to parties together just because we're like hanging out. Yeah. But, and there is one party in town that... You know, we have to go as a couple. If I want to go at all, oh, yeah. she's got to be my partner for the night, at least to walk in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise I'm not allowed. You know, that, I've known that, these people for like three thing, years. That's the thing. That, that's the thing that gets <laughs> yeah. me as well. Is you could, you could literally just grab somebody off the street and go, right, "Hey, yeah. do you want to go to this tonight?" You walk in a pub together. They think you're a couple, and then you're off to do your own thing. Right. right. I actually know some people who have hired uh, workers, yeah. to, so they can oh. go and go to the club. And most of the most of the workers don't mind either, because right, yeah, because they're getting paid to go. To the they're club. getting paid to go to this thing. Hang out. Well, no, yeah, not just that, but a lot of them do enjoy themselves at it well, as well, because they can yeah. go and do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. And it's not yeah. working. Make that extra point. money on the side. Yeah. Well, if they want to, yeah. Extracurriculars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Although I'm not sure, I'm not sure that most clubs would allow that. No, well, not, not knowingly. Well, not yeah. knowingly. Yeah. No, they don't. Think but I mean, I would imagine if, if, you wouldn't make very much money no. at a sex club anyway. No. As a prostitute. But actually, I mean, really, like Just a people transaction occurs outside the club. Like, what business is, is it a bear's? Hmm. Whatever you're doing. Do you know what? In, at the club in Phoenix, a female sex worker might make a lot of money. Because there's a lot of single guys roaming around. Don't ever get lucky. Yeah, just but sit if you're, but you couldn't be like, oh, like you just walked in with five dudes, like you got five boyfriends, like you no, might well, get down just, to that they, point, but. they let single girls in. So what you do when you're in? I was gonna say to if, you, if guy, you wanted you know, to make the most amount of money for the oh, most oh, amount yeah. of guys, you couldn't do it all in one night because the, the girl at the front desk or man would be like, dude, I just saw you five minutes ago with <laughs> a different guy. Just, just use it as a, as a free spot to contact yeah. guys. But, yeah. No, I, I mean, there, I think there needs to be some sort of a vetting mm. process. Yeah. You know? Not just, hey, I'm vouching for Joe. Mm. But well, something we've seen that a little more. Of times yeah. Where somebody was vouching for Joe and mm. Joe was. Not a real. Freak. Yeah. So it should have to be something. I, I get it from it, this. It's kind of difficult to sit there and go, is that your partner? Like, yes. You know what it well, is? There's, there's not, yeah, there's it's, not much more that you can do from that point. It's I don't the know. girl, you know, you guys. Wait, the girl code. That's the what girl? it is. The girl code is, if a girl's hanging out with a guy, like all the other girls are like, well, this girl likes this guy, so he must be all right. He must be safe. Yeah. That's what it is. But what if the girl isn't safe? Right. Girls what if she doesn't safe. have good judgment? Oh, no, 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 Talk to other girls and like, hey, like, so and so. And this is this is why I say, if, if you're ever going out to town or whatever, as as a dude, as a single guy, take along a girl, yeah, get them to true. be your wingmen, because That's girls true. will trust girls far more than a guy walking up to a oh. girl going and sp- oh. and starting to spin bullshit. Yeah, uh, any day of the week. <laughs> yeah. And if you're really smart, you'll bring either bisexual or lesbian yeah, yeah, woman. Exactly. Because then you can point out the good-looking girls to her, and she can point them out to you, and nobody gets I'm offended. Pretty sure, nobody gets, I'm pretty certain know. that most of my friends are bi anyway, so yeah, it works so out. Really so no matter which one you pick. <laughs> Put them all up in a line. Yeah. I'll pick you, you tonight. tonight. <laughs> you for tomorrow night. So, <laughs> we'll see yeah. how we go so, from there. We do that all the time. Yeah. We always go out and point each other out. Hot women. We do. Babe like, babes like hooked me Robin, up. Robin, three o'clock. But that, but that's also that's also why girls like to take me out places as well. Because I'll sit there and, and they'll go, oh, what about that guy? And I'll sit there and go, yeah, not my thing, but or but you can, yeah. That he's really fucking hot or whatever. You know, and it, it's sort of a two-way street, and that's why a lot of my friendships are good friendships that way. Because we can just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What's been said, it's just gonna sweet. Okay. Awesome. So where did you start your tour here? I started in LA. Okay. Started in LA. Kind of figured you didn't fly into Tijuana from No, no, no. Australia or New so Zealand. I started that on the sixth. We landed on the sixth. Wow. It's the thirteenth now. Um and yeah, so we started in LA we were there for three nights. Went down to San Diego. Was there for two nights um, jumped the border did Tijuana for one night 
and what a what a night that was. Um, that, that, that's where my first one night stands happened oh. on this tour. I hope I hope that the, the my companions don't listen to this because I don't think they knew it happened. <laughs> I saw this it, is I saw all wait, hypothetical wait, for the show. I want to know the details. How did you hook that up? Um, Especially with honestly, your travel you, no, I, I vowed to myself that I would never pay for like dating apps or anything like that. But I've spent the last month in New Zealand. I got Tinder Gold just to say that I was in the States. So I was sort of just like hooking things up around the locations that just, I'm going to. Just through, tin, just through Tinder? Just through Tinder. Because okay. um, like, you, you've, no, you've got things like Cassidy and things like that that right. I could have used, yeah. but I just went, I can't be bothered. Right. Um, a single male on Cassidy doesn't really get too far anyway. Same on SLS. Yeah. We don't get right. that far. <laughs> So it was just sort of, I'll just flick through a Tinder and see what I can do. And um, I think it was about six o'clock in the morning and I got this match. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. So, like we, we, we'd so been, does we'd it been ding, up all like night. when you get a match, like the instant it matches, it's like ding, ding? Or yeah, oh, yeah, really? so it sends you, sends you a little wow. thing. So, so you're like, you don't have time to waste, you got to get action. Oh, uh, yeah, you I was... you got to get moving. <laughs> So does it want you know, I, like I was, I was, used to go, you got mails, yeah. and say, you got poontang. <laughs> <laughs> you got poontang. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, fine. Yeah. So it, it came up. It came up with that. I was. I won't. I won't go into detail onto why I was still up at six o'clock in the morning. Right. But right. Right. Yeah. I was up at six o'clock in well, the morning. Well, you are imagination. You're yeah. a morning person. Yeah. <laughs> Out for a morning a, job. A very late night morning person. <laughs> <laughs> Really keep, keep in mind that after this I drove 600 cases right, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah so I got this notification on my phone and it uh, turns out that she was like three doors down from oh, where I was staying because cool. really? like, we were staying in playoffs there too aren't so right on the beach sort of thing six, nice. floor, six floor apartment overlooking the beach shitty apartment but great spot to be in right, yeah. it's just one of those Airbnb things I guess um, so we sort of walked out we met on the beach like underneath the light so Kids, yeah. relatively safe I don't want to say that we met at anyone's place purely because that for me is asking for trouble especially when you're in Mexico yeah. um, it could be anyone or anything that's actually meeting you right yeah so it was just sort of I'm gonna meet in the most lightly lit place that I can there were people going up and down the beach cleaning and people right, on their sure, runs yeah. and stuff so I was like yeah. okay and um yeah so we messaged for like 10 minutes or so we met up down on the beach and um yeah went up back to her place and cool. the thing is we knew it was going to be one night thing because we were going back over right. the border the next yeah. day i've actually got her on facebook still. i kind of get that from what i've heard about tinder that it's not necessarily for you know yeah, long-term hookup it type, can, so. i mean it can be um yeah. i've just done uh the no, the one with Holly and Sam that I did, the pre- episode previous, was a whole bunch of Tinder stories where we had a couple of... To that one, yeah. yeah, there's, a, there's, I had three Tinder stories and two of them ended up really well and one of them ended up poorly. But that, and um, I actually put it out on Facebook at the time. Who has, you know, Tinder success stories? I had people that met on Tinder who have been together for eight years now, um, and uh, engaged and got two kids and things like that. So, I, I think. I think it's one of those things where you get out of it what you put into it. Right. Yeah. What if you if you want to get if you want to get something out of it, then you can get something out of it. But if you just want a one night thing, then you can do that as well. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's really a. I think the stigma around online dating and dating apps has gotten far less 
the one it has been. So, and yeah, so that was what happened in, in Tijuana. Uh, went back upstairs and slept for a couple of hours afterwards. <laughs> and, then, and, 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 then, and then drove, what is it? I think it's like 660 kilometers, so I think maybe like 430 miles or something like that. What, what, once we got back over the border to right. begin with, which actually was quite painless, um, well, good. which is nice. I was going to ask you a really stupid question. I was like, do you need to have a passport to get over the border? But then to get I needed to get a passport to get into here, the so US. Yeah, you I, probably I, already had one. I'll tell you what, I'm actually <laughs> really happy this time. I haven't been stopped by TSA this oh, time good for you i don't know if you heard but last time i um no. last time i came to the states i landed in la and i had a connecting flight to new york city it was a fucking marathon of a trip that was it was Christchurch, auckland la that's nyc a, that's a yeah. it was not a fun time but um i got i was fine i got into lax just fine i got through customs and through and whatnot through there um and that's fine and i went to get to go into the terminal to get on my connecting flight to New York and I handed over my bag and everything and everything was right and they, somebody came over and checked it I'm like okay this is this is going to be fun because um, I taught a couple of classes while I was in New York um, and so they so they opened up the bag and I'm thinking okay this is <laughs> this fucking Jesus here we go um, they, pu- they pull out my fucking machine and they pop it on the table and then What's this? What's this? And then you end up with four guys just around this machine going, What is this? What is this? And I'm just sitting there going, It's like, Well, if it's not a. And then. It's not on the prohibited list. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's why they're sitting there going, I don't know what this is. And then one one female officer walks over, TSA female officer walks over, and she goes, I know what that is. He's fine. Let him through. I'm like, How long are you sticking around for? Right, yeah. I actually did catch up with her for a drink after her shift was Oh done. my god, that's funny. I wonder if she had to explain what it was to the no, other I'm four sure guys. I'm sure she did. I'm sure. I'm sure she, she did. did. <laughs> that that, that, that would have sure. been a fun story after she went home as well, I imagine too. And Julie, how do you know? You know I bet you those, those guys see all kinds of crazy oh, shit yeah. all the time. I mean, you just have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And after a while, you're probably like, okay. Cause so I, long, hmm. nothing to see here. Because I'm teaching a class in Albuquerque, oh. weirdly enough. Okay. Uh, in about, about tender uh, kink, kink oh. class around using electro toys and safety and oh. stuff around that. So that's going to be so much fun. Um, but obviously, I had to put all of that stuff in my bags right. to come over here, and I'm sitting there going, "Well, I have to explain my shit again." Because I had I had it the same going back into New Zealand from Sydney just a couple of months ago. Whereas I've got anything to declare, and I've got steel claws that I wear when oh, I wow. when I do things. So I had to declare them as weapons. And he's like, "What do you use these for?" I'm like. I have to answer that and this guy's probably I think he must have been close to retirement age mid 60s maybe a little bit more um, and he sort of looks at me and goes yeah what do you mean I'm like I mean personal use thank you just go down there get your ass out of here he, li- he literally just said get on out of here so <laughs> I have a suggestion I don't know if it'll make a difference but if you make up these little cards that you can attach to each thing, mm. and it explains what it is. Yeah. So when they open <laughs> it, might not like, be a bad idea. Oh actually. my god, that's a. You're good. Maybe save you a little yeah. bit. Maybe save. If, if I put a label on my tens machine, for example, it just says tens machine, a lot of people still aren't going to know what the hell right. that is. Yeah. So even a violet wand, what 
you might figure out what it is, but what are you using it for? Right. Sort of thing. There's a lot of Lumbago. different things. Yeah. It's my it's my lower back yeah. problems. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's easy to explain the tense machine because yes. yeah, I've got sore muscles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Even though it says electrostim on it. Right. Well, I mean, that's what a tens unit is, electrostimulation. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know. But, but uh, yeah, luck- luckily the one that I have is made for what I use it for, not for right, yeah. actual ones. I had to get it imported from the UK. Oh. Cost me far too much special. Money. Yeah. Very, very good one, but if you if you get into something, you tend to spend more money on it than you probably should. So, especially if it promises to be yeah. better than the one you already have. Uh, well, it, it, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Ooh, I, I, gonna do that. I gotta get that one. <laughs> I, arguably, it's the same as swing, though. Once you get into swing, you sit there and go, oh, yeah. look at all these things that we can now go and do that you didn't have a thing have a right. clue with before, and you end up spending just a little bit more. Like, for example, to go to Naughty New Orleans or. Yeah. Oh yeah. I to would go have never guess I would have ever done uh, that. I yeah, no, me to neither. go to go to like desire resorts or you know, there's so many different things that people now travel across the world and, and things to go to. That I, they that they probably yeah. wouldn't have. I'm a little shy about leaving the the borders. <laughs> One I don't have a passport, so that would yeah. be a, a yeah, yeah, that's thing I have help. to get. But you know, certain places I'm just not gonna go mm. that's for personal safety. Mm. 100%. Anything south of the border. Well, that's what we were. That's what we were worried about going over to Tijuana with in the gun. Probably not going to be the safest place, but yeah. I can now say that I can now say that I've been there and, and gotten really drunk. The, I've never been to Tijuana. Yeah. I've been to Nogales. I think I, I went to Tijuana once when I was in the Marine Corps. Tijuana is so so cheap. I was I was saying to Dave as we were lining up for the food here, um, I could get like ten bottles of beer, like about yeah, big. For like pony beers or whatever the hell yeah, they call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I could get ten of those for the equivalent of like five dollars forty US. And like when there's three of us, we're just sitting there, we're just going boom, 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 knocking yeah. these things back. Tequila shots started coming out. They were like a dollar a shot. Wow. It's just sitting there going. Oh my God, I get some fucked up pill <laughs> We we, we kind of did. We kind of did, and then we um <laughs> we met up with with some locals and went around and to some other places and did some stuff and it was a great great time we, I do believe that we were quite lucky to meet the people that we met though because it could have gone very very wrong from that point on yeah that's why I just you know better I don't I don't have the uh, FOMO mm. I don't have yeah. the fear of missing out yeah. so you know been to Okinawa been to Iraq been to Kuwait don't need to go it's more than enough. Else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I wanna, I wanna know since this is a lifestyle podcast, I wanna know what you're doing as you're traveling along mm-hmm. your, your lifestyle. I, I, I don't actually have, I don't have anything planned as such. Um, it's one of those things where if something happens, it's, it's gonna happen. Sort of, sort of situations. I'm clubs or visiting yeah. people? I'm visiting a whole bunch of people. Um, like I said, I'm doing a class in Albuquerque for the the new generation or the TNG um, King community in, in Albuquerque and there's going to be, they're throwing a birthday party for me there as well, which is which is going to be really, really cool. Um, I'm catching up with, uh, meant to be catching up with a dominant female in Houston. Um, to have a chat with her about what she does and things like that. 
which should be really, really interesting and really fun. Um, I'm also doing the regular tourist stuff because I am still a tourist at the right. end of the day. Um, like the day after we landed, we went and did Universal Studios and Warner Brothers and all of that sort of stuff. So that's always going to be there. But we're also going to a lot of places that aren't exactly tourist destinations, um, like Albuquerque, New Mexico. Right, yeah. Um, well, and it, it, a place. even Tucson isn't really a, a mecca for tourism as such either. In the winter, not so, now. Yeah, no, now no. it's not now, obviously. I know. I know. We actually got here in a play, in a relatively cool time. Wow. Well, it hasn't broke a hundred yet. Has it? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Has it? It's yeah, it's broken a hundred. It's hot. It's hot. Not by much. It's hot. No, it's, it's been it's been like no, the highest I've seen is one hundred five. Yeah. But you got you got to remember. Kid stuff. What one one hundred five is over forty degrees Celsius. Yeah. Like we do Celsius. Right. So our. Because you guys are backwards. Yeah. Like uh, no. <laughs> Says the only country that actually still uses fucking Fahrenheit. Right. <laughs> I actually. Saw, I, Some I, of our folks are too stupid to even get Fahrenheit. They don't even try to throw the I, metric system. I had to laugh the other day. I saw a photo on on my Facebook page. But it was like, Americans will use anything but the metric system. And it was talking about a sinkhole somewhere. And it measured it by, it's about eight and a half washing machines deep. <laughs> just like, what well, I mean, shit? we know that more than, you know, seven meters. <laughs> but, uh, so in New Zealand, we, we don't, where I live, we don't break 30 degrees Celsius. Really? Yeah. We just, very which rarely be, do we get up to, which will be, like, be I, I'm, I'm going I'm gonna to have a look at this. I have no idea. Okay. I have no so idea what you're clue. talking about. I'm no, like, you no. lost me at we'll Celsius. 85, 90 at the moment. Celsius to Fahrenheit. I've, I've gotten the Google out, so we'll, we'll be able to sort this out. So 30 degrees. Siri. Yeah, so 30 degrees Celsius is about 86. But then with that's the humidity, cool. though, that could be... No, still, no, no, it's not too bad. Okay. It's not too oh, bad. That's it's, it's certainly no... Like, yeah. the most human place that I've been is probably Japan. Because you oh. just... You just yeah. Okinawa. Yeah. Just well, I, I lived in Japan for a year. Um, just out of Tokyo, so even that was bad enough for me. It's just sweat falling off my face at any time. So yeah, no, it's it's quite comfortable in New Zealand, and we've just come out of winter as well. So our max our maximum temperature is probably about 45, 50. Wow. Like that's our maximum. That's what how much is that yeah. Fahrenheit? I don't know, I've already forgotten. That's about, yeah, that'll be about 45, 50 Fahrenheit is our oh. maximum temperature oh. back home. And I'm so happy because about two days after we left, there's been a giant storm that hasn't left home since. Oh, God. Lucked out. Mm. Yeah, and like I've gotten so much more brown. Like, you can see the tan on my arm right. where I've been wearing a T-shirt since I've been here. I only just got to pick this thing up, this singlet up today because I sort of had enough. Yeah, you know. You either gotta wear sunblock or cover up. Oh, we've been we've been piling on the sunblock. Like the back the back of my neck, they actually thought that I'd turned um, Native American for a moment because it's so brown. Yeah, and it will get you quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we we are lathering up with with sunblock every morning, and then once again during the day just to make sure that we're not. So like I've gone brown, but I haven't burnt. Yeah. I, I can live with that. A lot of a lot of folks make the mistake of, of not really paying attention. No, nope. real good. Yeah, no, and then they ruin to. their whole vacation because now you're miserable. Oh, you're sunburned. Like the second yeah, day, you're you've got second degree sunburn. Yeah. yeah, you can't go outside. Well, not so, only can yeah. you not go outside, but it's exhausting as well because right. your body's working overtime to try mm-hmm. and heal this, all of these burns that you've got. Yeah. 
But what I will say about New Zealand, it's a lot easier to get sunburned in New Zealand because we don't have as much ozone protection. A lot of ours has been eroded because it's so far south. So we just get the sun straight on. Within 10 minutes, you're red. There's no no two ways about it. I actually got um, blister burns um, a couple of summer ago, summers ago. Those are fun. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah, so a lot of my shoulders are just all blister burns. And it was at a time when I was working at a five-day-long sports event. And you're uh, sitting there and you've got these blister burns on day one, day two. Oh, God. Torture. Yeah, and you can't really wear a shirt at that point either because it's... Yeah, it's torture. Every time you move, yeah. it's just... Yeah, not, not a fun time. But um, anyway, we were talking about what else I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. I think I've got one or two people, I can't remember, in Dallas. Um, I think you guys know the average swingers. I'm catching yes. up with them for uh-huh. yeah. catching up yep. with them for dinner. Texans. Okay. Um, what else am I doing? I've got a couple of people in Seattle that I'm that I'm going to see. Podcasters. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I cannot for the life of me remember. Oh. Hold the line, please, caller. So while you're <laughs> while you're looking it up, I've got everything on my Twitter. Oh, okay. I, don't I know that. that um, I know there's a Colette in. Colette's yeah. in. Texas. We're around oh, yeah. where the average swingers are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what. I actually like, I I got told by Swinging Down Under to go there. So. Yeah. So you you got that plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's it's sort of on the. On the sort of want to do. Yeah, it's it's something that I want to do, but again, I'm a single male. Right, which yeah. makes it makes going to these things sort of difficult. Yeah. Well, maybe, what, maybe what, the average swingers can find a date for you. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. Let's see what happens. Um, <laughs> I've got the Gayish podcast up in Seattle. The Gayish. Gayish. Gay-ish. Yep. I think I've seen. I, I haven't heard them or listened to them, but I think I've seen them on Twitter. Um, I've got. What else have I got? Um, by the one of the ladies from buy.org in Oregon. Okay. Um, I should be catching up with. Oh, I can't remember their podcast name now. That's quite bad, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, thinking about your trip, I mean, um, you've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that, that's Something amazing. Your mind. I think it's amazing just even to visit. I mean, just the amount of number of people you're visiting already. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I I can't remember the the name. It's. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. But there's another one in Seattle that I'm going, that I should be going to see, um, and maybe a couple more when I head back to LA at the end of the trip. Yeah. Now it's California. I don't know anything about I think California. The Priory Society. Oh, that's right. Now that, 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 that's Society. one. That's one of the people that I tried to catch up with when I started in LA, but okay. we weren't able to. So I think we're trying to, trying to hook something up for when I head back there. Okay. And. They are on. Uh-huh. They are on, on the, the list. The end of the tour. The end, At the end of the tour, yeah. So I leave uh, September 12th. So oh, I've still got a whole yeah. month You're to go. For a while. Yeah, wow. almost, almost six weeks in total. So. Wow. So you, are you making a loop? Yeah, it's a big, yeah, big, loop, big loop. You, big loop. You driving? driving yeah, driving place? the whole lot. I think it ends up about seven thousand miles or wow. something in total. It's ten thousand kilometers. Just over 10,000 Again, kilometers. Again, metric the kilometers system. Are like, oh, I'm sorry that we have something that makes sense. <laughs> what? Wow. Tens, that's, ten, that's, that's why we're so screwed up. 100 <laughs> centimeters equals a meter. 100 meters equals... <laughs> Three feet equals a yard. <laughs> yeah, and how do you get to a mile from that? I don't know. 
5,000 and something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's my point right there. <laughs> yeah, but see, I know what a mile is. I know I what know a kilometer what a is. is. <laughs> a kilometer? Oh, I know what a meter is. You know? Well, there you go. You put, you put 1,000 meters, you have a kilometer. Yeah, I get that part. I'm not that bad at math. But <laughs> it's a system like, that makes sense like to I everybody said, except you guys. If I said I'm going to shoot at somebody and I know they're 100 yards away, that's 100 meters approximately a little bit. Give or take. Give or take. You know, the thing is, I think there's like a slight difference. A kilometer, like I don't know, like I'm running... I know kind of how far a mile well, is. Okay. Because I'll be There's dead by the time I get there. 1.6 <laughs> kilometers in a mile. Yeah, I'm just messing. I know, I know. But I, I need, I'm matter of fact, I wow, this get... this turning into like the math time <laughs> Get out your slide rulers, everybody. <laughs> Who's got the abacus? The abacus. <laughs> Take off your shoes right. and socks. Yeah. Welcome to the classroom. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm just thinking anything else like we want to be on yeah. or we want to talk about for the show, not math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have two volts connected to your testicles and three volts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a word problem. We don't want to get into those. Um, but no, so, um, so, yeah. so did you set up... So this is basically, if I'm reading, if I'm understanding what you're saying... You came for a personal vacation, but you're throwing in. Yeah, throwing in podcasting stuff along the way. Yeah, that's exactly it. Classes. Yeah. So the. Do you do a lot of classes? Not back home. No, 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 no. I haven't done too many at all. But and that's because our scene's so small that everybody knows a little bit of everything as it is. Um, (laughs) That's going to be a great noise. Somebody's doing some cleaning. Sorry, we're at a Mexican restaurant. That was the beans talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, it actually all started with the with the class in New Mexico to sort of work, work my way. The fucking loudest fucking mop bucket ever in my fucking life. Um, <laughs> it just kept going as well. I know. It's like this is not that big of a place. It's like she just, we were talking about kilometers and miles. I think she went like a kilometer. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it all started with me talking to the person who's now, for lack of a better term, it, the, the head honcho with, within New Mexico uh, TNG, and said, look, it'd be cool to come over and do and do a thing. And they went, okay, sweet. So I went, okay, it's going to be my 30th birthday coming up. Um, and this is somebody... How old are you going to be on your 30th birthday? How old am I going to be? Yeah. 36. Ah, in American good. years. Good, good. <laughs> Not metric years. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Yeah, so, so it started with that, and, and then I just sort of went, okay, it's going to be my 30th birthday. And I, I'd started, I'd known that person since pretty much my second episode of podcasting we started oh, cool. talking. So over a year ago now, well, over a year ago. Um, and it just sort of went from there, and I went, okay, I may as well make a trip of this. Um, and it started off really quite small. I was only going to do sort of, was never going to go any further north than sort of OKC or LA, sort mm-hmm. of Vegas. That was going to be my line. Um, and it just sort of, I got to talking to more and more people and just sort of, okay, now I need to include this. I'll go to Yellowstone Forest because that's going to be beautiful. Right, yeah. I'll head up to Seattle for these other couple of people. Um, and it just sort of grew from there. and. It got to a point where I wasn't going to be able to afford it if I did it myself. So it was like, okay, 
who can I do this personal trip with and right. then just do this other stuff on the side with as opposed to just going and doing sure. my own thing because I've done the travel thing by myself before and I didn't en- I don't enjoy it as much as when I'm going with with people you can't right. sort of go can't yeah, sort, of, yeah. can't sort yep. of just give them a nudge and go hey look at that over there how cool right. is that? Right. And that and that sort of thing so that's where the other two people who are on the uh, in with me are and yeah just sort of kept on growing and now we've got I think uh, 19 cities or something like that damn our, our longest stay is five days in Vegas five nights in Vegas that'll be fun oh, you fun. May, may, may hook up with the prior society there they seem to spend quite yeah, a bit of time I, we in did, Vegas we did talk to them about that but no I missed them in Vegas we ah. should be meeting up in, in LA when, when we get back there so that'll be that'll be really really cool I'm really looking forward to that but there's there's also a lot of people that I'm that I'm completely missing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a couple of people who just like one or two days either side, and it would have been okay. But yeah, that sucks. Just kind of bad time. Yeah. yeah. But th- look, that's okay. Because um, by by the end of all of this, I'm expecting that I'm going to have my my scheduling is really horrible for when I release episodes. Like, I think I'm about five days over for releasing one at the moment. Yeah. So that's why I'm glad I was able to... Yeah. You're going to have a shitload of material yeah, by the time Exactly, you exactly. I'm going to have about three or four episodes lined up. Because I, when I started, it was weekly, and it was fine. Yeah. Um, over the last six months, I've been working about 80 hours a week to, wow. to, to, afford, this, right, to sure. afford this trip sort of thing. So it was sort of, okay, let's just take that on a back seat and do every fortnight and even then I haven't been able to do every fortnight and it's it's it sucks because I want to get something out every every fortnight at least but sometimes I just can't do it I haven't been able to record yet on this on this trip I haven't had time to sit there and talk it and speak at a microphone for an hour yeah. so by power of deduction yes I have figured out that a fortnight is yeah. about seven days well, thank you for figuring <laughs> right? it out because I was very confused. About no, it's so like, it's I have to ask like another dumb question. And then it said fortnight. fortnight. So I'm just no, assuming. No, it used to be weekly. Now yeah. it's fortnightly. So oh, fortnightly. Well, so I, I guess no, my, wait, wait, wait. I, I think it's every two weeks. Every two weeks. There we go. Oh, I got yeah. it. No, no, the fucking really metric system know. gets me every time. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. But now I know. I don't know. We don't use that word fortnight here. What do you use? Bi-weekly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so like four things. Like, probably should yeah. have. Yeah, but yeah, bi-weekly. bi-weekly. Well, we're more progressive yeah. here See, with he, the LBGTQ. Okay, no. he, he, here's, here's the thing with bi-weekly, <laughs> though. If you say bi-weekly, is it two times a week right. or is it once well, every two weeks? That's true. Right. Well, that is confusing. That exactly. Is, I've been confused about that myself. Hmm. So... Fortnite makes more sense. Matt yeah. gets us every time. Yeah. <laughs> so right. The downfall of all podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking calendars and shit up! Fuck. I know, I, I, <laughs> oh, my Google calendar at the moment is ridiculous. Because I've just got where I'm staying at each yeah. place and how I'm getting there. Because I'm, I'm doing, a couple, like I said, a couple of tourist things. I'm going to a couple of baseball games. Um, I'm really disappointed because there's, there's no NFL games in each city oh. while I'm in those cities. Which oh, no. kills me. Because I'm yeah. a big NFL guy. And you're going to hate the team that I support too, I know it. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm not much of a football guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say if you say that, first thing that comes to my mind is Dallas Cowboys. No, no, no it's not. Or the, the Oakland Raiders. No, Steelers. Okay. So I don't know I enough know. about football to know if they're a if they're like a love to hate them team or not. I yeah. I do know the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody loves to hate the Cowboys. Yeah. Like it's just. But no. Um. But. Yeah. So see a minor league baseball game in Albuquerque. Okay. I couldn't. 
I couldn't ignore it because it, the team's called the Isotopes and I'm a big Simpsons guy. There you and go. The, the Springfield team is the Isotopes, so I sort of had to do that. Definitely got uh, it. Going to a couple of soccer games because that's my sport. I actually coach it in New Zealand. I, say, oh, I only say soccer because football. somehow yeah. that's what you... That's I what have, we called it. What you call, we had football. You know what you call football? What you call football, I call hand egg. Hand egg. Hand egg. Because you use your hands uh, with an it egg. it looks like an egg, yeah. It's wow, handy. Never heard of that term. I call football. What I call football is football. You use your yeah. foot with a ball. Right. That makes That's sense. Makes sense. That's what it's called everywhere yeah. else. Um, uh, but like you know, hey, we're Americans, so we like do what the, the fuck we want. Like the math, the rest yeah. of you know, it's like, hey, then. America's just backwards to the rest of the world. I hope you guys realize oh, this. Oh yes. Right. But everybody yeah. secretly wants to be us, so that's okay. Do we? <laughs> do we though? Yeah. He's like, uh, I'm not, not sure really. about that. Well, if you don't want it, then why'd you come, huh? If you don't like it so much. Because <laughs> of, of the people sitting in front of me, so fuck you. There you go. See? Fuck you very much. Yeah. <laughs> so, the touristy thing. Yeah. Because, you know, like some people like to do the tourist thing. Like, So, if you go to Tucson, Arizona Sonora Desert Museum is one of the one things people... So we didn't go to that. do that. Oh, we didn't we do that. It. Well, you it's know. hot right now, it's, hot. it's awesome. I wanted to go to old Tucson Studios. That was that cool. was my reason for sort of coming here, but it's closed during the week. Oh. It's only yeah. open Friday through Sunday. But it's the summertime. Most people are smart enough not to go in the summertime. No, it sounds like that, that sounds like bullshit to me. But so that was so that was closed. No, seriously, tourists do not want to go because yeah, you're standing go. in the middle of it's a dirt hot. road it's watching hot. people shoot each other, and the yeah. sun is like 110 degrees. Well, that's like tombstone. So, like, well, yeah, that's where we're about to go to tombstone. That's pretty much the same as tombstone. Yeah, mm. yeah you'll see. You'll it. get that. You'll get the same feel. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like it's it's an experience, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that's what I've come for is experiences. So we uh, we went up to the the biosphere instead, right? Which is super interesting, super interesting. It's about I'm gonna fuck you again. 50 k's out of from where I'm staying. <laughs> right. It's a long fucking way from anywhere. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. I think yeah. I think it took us about an hour. Yeah. We, oh yeah. We we can we can both it's understand. Yes, yeah, so an hour. About an hour. So what is the metric anyway. version of an hour? A minute. A minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. So we went out there, and like in, in New Zealand, we're all hugely about conservation. In New Zealand, like, it's part of our image. Is we're clean, we're green, and we're trying to do things to, to to help the world. So going into there and seeing all the different experiments that they're doing within ecosystems and stuff sure. was was. Why the fuck are we talking about this on a last no, podcast? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you're, well, hey, plants do it too. You're, I mean, but your experience here yeah. is in a yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So we yeah. you know, we just kind of want to. Yeah. So uh, we went out. Per and did, se. Yeah, we went out and did that today. Um, I was gonna do a bit of a walk around town. There was, um, can't remember what they call it. It was the something trail, but it was in town. Um, I can't remember what it was for the life of me. But it had about 25 different buildings and you go past the, um, what's the Pancho Villa oh. um, statue and stuff like that. Yeah. It, 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 it started at the El Presidio Museum or something like that. Yeah. And it, it's it, not it, Pancho Villa, I think it's, it's the guy who founded Tucson. Oh. can't remember his fucking name. Sad. Asking a Tucsonan. <laughs> we have no idea. No, I, I'm, it, it said on the map something about Pancho Villa. Oh, yeah, okay. part of it. So, 
Um, and it was just going to be this walk around, and then the sidecar would take you down a bit. Sure, sure. And that sort of stuff. Well, but we, we sort of ran out of time to do that. So you're trying to make your way to like some of the sort of lesser known. Yeah, I, I'm definitely stuff too. Like, obviously, like in LA, we did Universal, we did Warner Brothers, and we did um, like Madame Two Swords, and sure. we're doing Disneyland when we get back there. So there, there is the mainstream stuff as well. But I'm a big fan of going to the stuff that you know you're not going to wait in line for two hours to see something sure, sort yeah. of thing. And um, so, like for, at one point, we're going to a Dr Pepper museum in Waco. Because it's there. Yeah, Dr. Like, what? Dr. Dr. Pepper Museum. Yeah, I love Dr. Pepper. We can't we can't get it for fuck all in New Zealand. Really? really? Yeah, it's not a big thing in New Zealand. So every time oh. I get a chance, I'm like a doctor. Can you have it shipped to you? <laughs> no, we can buy it, but we can only buy like uh, 12 ounce cans at a time, and it's about two dollars fifty. A can? A can. Gee, many Christmas. Oh, it is really good. It is. So, I mean... Yeah, so that, that creates out to about, so two, have those, about $2 a can. Like, you, you know they sell that, those concentrated syrups and you bring your own... <laughs> bring your own carbonated water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they have the carbonated water thing yeah, that you look it up. That, that might be a way same. to go because you buy the carbonated stuff cheap and then get somebody here to send you the stuff. Yeah. Under the table. Smuggle Dr. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> even like the, the Branch Davidian site, I'm going to go check oh, that cool. out as yeah. well. The Branch I, Davidian? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know Is about it, those? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Koresh. Yeah. Wouldn't it Koresh? Do they have a museum or something? I don't know if they have a museum. They do have the site out there, oh, okay. which I think is just going to be really cool. Okay. Like yeah. the story, the story is morbid as all. Why don't uh, think the building, the whole place burned down. the charred rubble to see if you can find the, any the, bones. The building's <laughs> not there. No, it's, no, I think it's just like a lark or something. Yeah. But it's yeah. just one of those things where I can, like, I'm such a, a visual person. I can sit there and just close my eyes and see how everything would have gone down with sure. the, yeah. with the. Um, what was it ATF that went out there? It was, was the, it the FBI. It, uh, FBI. No, it was, no, it was the tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What's the name of tobacco? ATF, because they they yeah. they had tons of weapons. Yeah. Even though they weren't illegal weapons, they. Yeah, when you got that much in one place in a, in your small little compound, there's probably a, a a little bit of a cause for worry, I guess. Yeah. Well. Not anymore. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it went over something like 53 days or something. Oh yeah. yeah insane really and it's just one of those things where that, that, that kind of stuff yeah. piques my interest though. Yeah, well, yeah it's not something that people would go and go that's something that we need to go do oh yeah i gotta go see yeah there, i mm. can't imagine there's much else in waco to see no, no look we, we don't stop in waco i'm literally going yeah. there for dogs for museum branch of Indians, and then because we're doing that on the way from houston to dallas i think fort hood's in, in that general area mm. I spent a little time there before I went to Iraq. So. But yeah, um, it's on. Okay. Cerner well, had something to do in Arlington as well. Okay. Well, I. Yeah, so we're getting we're, close we're, to time, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, like almost to an hour. So I'm like, okay, keep it to an hour. Th- th- this has probably been the less lifestyle podcast that's been on for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of got here in the middle of the week, and there's really not, there's no party skit. No, kind of slow. So. You know. Yeah. Maybe if you happen by here another time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there, definitely if you ever come by, well, um, there's a party, Sierra Vista Excitement. They're on, are you on SLS? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. I probably should be, but... Because so, like, SLS is big around here, but yeah, I, yeah I mean, for you, though, probably wouldn't make sense mm. to join it. So. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah there's, there's no swinger sites in New Zealand, really. Oh, just, no, there is. There's just, Kiwi swingers, but... Yeah, well, you could just, you know, just text me again and be like, hey, I'm into, you know. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a completely different number next time, <laughs> and you'll just get this random. Like what? No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this is. So I'm not gonna lie, it's the first time I've done a podcast in a Mexican restaurant, so that's an experience on its own. I'm happy so, about that. As far as like you know, being lifestyle stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like what we're did actually you, meant to talk yeah. about. Did you really? Research it a lot, or are you just kind of flying no, by the seat of your pants? Just, just flying around. Um, I got some recommendations from a couple of people. Yeah. Um, swinging down under gave me a few places to, to sort of visit. So um, what, what kind of places did they tell you? Because I, I don't know too many places. I so. think there was Colette in Dallas. I think. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of places in Vegas. Um, okay. Yeah. That were recommended. There was a couple in San Fran. I think that were recommended. Uh, I think I just missed out on a party in Spokane, in Washington. Uh, I think there might be a party or two, which would be perfect for me because it's my birthday in right, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping to try and try and hook something up there. Do you know anything about um, the scene up there? No. I'm not familiar, so no. I'm just curious. No. If it's going to be an easy find, or you yeah. already got stuff. Well, I, I mean, I've got people here, people there, gotcha. okay, who so. I can, who I can hook up with and, and go to things cool. with. So that should be fine. Yeah. And it'll yeah, it'll just be sort of fly through and see what happens from there. So, I, I don't know, when you, when you do go to parties, mm-hmm. or you go to events, or I don't know if you've been to takeovers, so what is your, you know, we always ask people, like, yeah. when, we, when we interview people at a party or whatever, what's your goal for tonight, what, what's your plan for tonight, so when you go to those, do you have a plan to play with, like, I'm in a girl mood tonight, or I'm in a whatever um, fucking happens mood tonight, it's, or yeah. how does that... More, more often than not, if I'm going with somebody, um, the only plan I'll have that is I'll, I'll play with them at some point. Right, okay. And that, that's sort of... I don't keep to stringent plans. It's, even in my life, like, if I go in for a job interview, people always ask, where are you going to... where do you see yourself in five years? You know? And I hate that question so much. Me too. Because if I sit there and go, this is my aim in five years, I could miss 72 other opportunities that have come off these side right. streets, which are going to be just as good, if not better, than the, the, the main goal that I have. So if I'm going to to an event, to a party or something like that, there's not really a goal in mind for me at that night. If something happens, sweet. If nothing happens, that's okay too. Right. Yeah. If I sit there and... If I, what I've found, and this is, a, this is sort of for lack of a better term, a mistake that I made when I was first getting into everything, is that I'd go in there and I'd want to do things and I made it a thing to to go and play. Right. Yeah. And it got to a point where I ended up chasing people almost and that's not a very sexy thing to do for right. anyone. Yeah. And I ended up getting frustrated that nothing had happened and then I just sort of went, well... And this is the thing that I talked about earlier, is if I can go back and look on from almost like a third person mm-hmm. point of view as to why it could have not gone the way that I wanted to. I sort of did that and looked at it and went, okay, I've put so much pressure on myself to go and get something that I've ended up trying too hard to go and get it. Right. If I just take a step back and just sort of relax and mingle, it's going to happen more naturally and it's going to be, it's going to happen more often. Right. And from that point on, that's all I sort of do. Um, I think that's a huge yeah. thing for people to learn. Yeah. I really do. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's to take stock of themselves and what they're doing in certain situations that don't work, or even situations that do work. And go, okay, why did that work? Right. right. It, and if you can figure that out, then you can sit there and go, okay, let's 
that's going to be how I roll from here on out and it could be different going from club to club some people might prefer to be chased for lack of a better term um, for that and that's okay as well yeah. but yeah I've just found that like, I'm, a, I'm a good enough communicator verbally to be able to have a conversation with almost anyone about almost anything um, and learn from people in, through that as well uh, so it's just sort of being able to do that helps with just going into into a club or into uh, a party or even a takeover or whatever and just relax and be myself and if whatever happens happens and more often than not when I've gone in with that mindset I've had some of the best times in my life Sydney was a perfect example of that because yeah. I didn't I'd never met anybody who'd gone to um, gone to this swing party or gone to the meet me I'd not met any of them so I was almost like a solo person going um, I didn't meet them the day before but I don't really count that right. I flew over to Sydney and did that so um, yeah just sort of went in with okay cool whatever happens happens and I had three different play sessions in that one night one was a big orgy another one was a bit of a kink thing right. and then there was um, five of us on a bed uh, at the last bit and it was just ideal really yeah. and it was just because I went in with sort of okay cool uh, I was worried that I was going to put the pressure on myself because I'd flown to Sydney for this right. event yeah. I was really yeah. scared that I was going to put that on myself um, but I didn't and uh, like I said yeah so so much fun because of that simple thing yeah we did similar in New Orleans mm. our first time there we put so much pressure on ourselves that the very first night, we were like, yeah, we were, kind of we like, were like, like really out of it, and like, very discouraged, and like, cause a bit we, on edge. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, well, we got to get in here and do stuff. You know, right. we can't just come here and just be here. Hmm. And so once we just sat, I think the first night or the next, I think it was the next day, just kind of took stock. Yeah. We talked about it, which we I think it's wonderful that. to have. Yeah, the communication level has to be that, fantastic. You know, is, we like to unpack stuff all the time and so you know we'll we'll have an, an episode or an encounter and then we'll just talk about it later and go well, how did that go and well, how did that make you feel and oh my god you know especially if something goes wrong and, and you know, like how the hell did that happen this is the this is the biggest thing in any relationship whether it be friends whether it be you know swinging partners whether yeah. it's friends with benefits even for fuck's sake you know yeah. um relationships anything like that if you've Can't got a good friend. level, yeah. <laughs> if you've got a good level of base communication, then it's probably going to end up okay yeah. by the end of it. If you don't have that, then it turns into a giant shitstorm. Well, our conversation led to one of the, the most amazing, I mean, what you want to call it, experiences. Because mm-hmm. when when we had that conversation, Robin kind of flipped the switch. It's like, okay, this is what I want to do. And she went in the big black cock room with her big purple cock, and Brilliant. she yeah. became one it? of the. I didn't so in Nadia and Olives, they have this room, mm-hmm. um, and they used to call it the chocolate room, and yeah. now they call it the. How do they call, call it now? But anyway, it boils down to the big black cock room. Yeah. So they have guys yeah. in shifts that man this for the couple that want to experience that yeah and she worked her way into that and had the best time about a time 
we left that night, the guys were high-fiving her, and they got her a t-shirt, and they're like, come back tomorrow, right? <laughs> but that kind of, like, helped us, like, yeah. just talking about it, you yeah. know, and just, and realizing that, you know, we need to do our thing. We don't need it. We shouldn't come here with the pressure yeah. of, you know, we got to do the The other, part of, that, the other part of that that I think is really cool is you did it sort of in the middle and was able to change it. Because yes. I, th- I think a lot of people wait until after everything's happened and then they talk about it and go, mm-hmm. this is what we should have done. Instead, you've noticed that something's not quite right. gone the way that you want like, to. Wait, that changed course. Yeah. And there's, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. That, well, yeah. Not nothing wrong. I think that's an excellent way to go about it is rather than having to suffer, suffer through, right. you know, however long you're there. And then have, and then going back afterwards and going, we should have done this, we should have done this, we should have done this. You've done it early on and then had the time of your life afterwards, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had a great time. The, so the question I have for you, like, I don't know how involved you are in the Twitter world mm-hmm. with the swingers and the podcasters, but... I, I'm lazy on it, but... Yeah, <laughs> but it seems like there's so many people who have a hard time talking yeah. about stuff. Yeah. Like, whether it's talking about, like, what we want to do tonight or whether I'm, you know, and it just, it seems, it seems kind of odd. I don't know if you maybe have that same experience where, like, we've been with couples and later on they're like, they realize, what? I don't remember if we had, like, the one lady the very first time and we had all the people in the room and we had to, like, time out. Let's let these two talk, oh. you know, and it's like, People are getting ready to have the most intimate act you can have mm. with another person, but they seem really embarrassed or shy about talking about the act. Yeah. It. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I think it just is our society discourages it. It does. Espe- especially, um, I guess, in with how big religion is in some places. Don't I think talk that's, about that, it. That's you a huge, huge thing. And, and, and the upbringing that you have in those right. sort of situations. So it do does it. do that. Don't it's, talk about it. Just do it. Yeah, and and it's sort of it's and that for me that's not based around the pleasure of the people involved. If you want to enjoy what you're doing, talk about what you're doing. Right. It, it's any male partner knows their their woman, or any man that's with a woman, I should say, um, their woman. If they sit down there and go, how did you feel about that, or how could I improve that, or, or anything like that, that woman's going to sit there and go okay this is how and you're going to get better and you're going to probably get it more regularly and more often because they're enjoying it more right so why why wouldn't as a guy you sit there and go how do i make this better for you so it can be better for me it's yeah once you realize that you're like oh okay exactly oh exactly and of course and i truly believe like there's what one trillion sex podcasts out there right but i think that's one one of the more important pieces of information to come out of all of these people who are doing this thing is that if you talk about what you like, what you want, you know, if you want to try something new, if you discuss that and go, this is how I see it going right. down, then, you know, it's going to get, it's going to be much more fun if you sit there and go, this is what I like. And sure, there's going to be a lot of experimentation before you find what you like. And it's sort of, and it comes down to, okay, I want to try this. Right. And your partner sits there and goes, okay. And and because I'm a nerd when it comes to this sort of stuff, I'll sit there and go, why do you want to try this? What about this excites you? Why do you think that this is something that you want to do? 
Um, it might be for the sensation of it. It might be because of the taboo level of taboo of it. It could be because of you know any plethora of, sure. of things. Um, but once you can figure out sort of why they want to do it, if it's for the sensation, then you're more likely to go nice and slow and sort of do it gently and do it the way that that, that is. If they want to do it because they've seen it on a porn or something, then it's a whole different thing. It's right. like, this turned me on because I saw it here. Yeah. Then you're going to probably go about it in a, in a slightly different way because that's the way they've seen it. And you sort of just go from there. Sorry, I keep playing with my No, that's mine. okay. Just, no, it's I always okay. do. No, it's okay. We're Trust not me. under any pressure. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you can sit there and you can figure out why they want to do it for me personally because I'm a nerd about this sort of right. stuff and I read books about this sort of shit um, getting into their mindset of it helps me with doing that thing with them right because oh, I, yeah. I know where their head's at and I can match where my head's at to try and get with it so mm-hmm. I just I want to try this okay let's go do it yeah I, my brain doesn't really work that way unfortunately I need well, to I yeah. kind of need to know why Robin started something which a lot took a lot of people by surprise when we bring it up, mm-hmm. especially if we're playing with a new couple or she's mm-hmm. playing with somebody new. The like she called it the kumbaya. Well, now I've just lately I've been calling it consent circle just because oh, it's easier okay. to consent understand. Circle. Yeah. Consent circle. Uh, yeah, I've got something completely different. To so, mm-hmm. with my king side, I <laughs> if I know I'm going to be. Like, unless it's like a tastings thing, for example, like people just want to try little bits of this and this and this mm-hmm. and this out. If it's something that has a potential to go any further than sort of just trying the odd little thing out. I have two separate forms that I ask people to fill out, and I mean forms. One's nine pages, the other one's 13 pages. Wow. Um, one of them's just a list of different actions, and it'll mm-hmm. be like, uh, have tried, will again, um interested in or no thanks and they just tick right, boxes yeah. as they go down and that tells me that this is what they're into this is what they want to try this is where their head's at there yeah. the other one is literally like consent and you know do you consent to these actions do you will you help in in packing up how's your base circulation yeah um have you ever had like a freeze response have you ever gone non-verbal all of these different yeah. things just purely from for a safety standpoint so if i'm playing with somebody for anything longer than just a little sprinkling of things yeah. then that's a necessity for me to get those filled out just sure. purely so I know where everyone stands and I have a good idea to, on how to make it better for them in this in the same thing and how they can enjoy it more because I know where they're at so what is the reaction to that like when you hand them this and they look at it is is it generally oh great or is it yeah, and, uh, this has been an interesting one for me because it, it's a Google Doc, so I usually just send it online and, right. and, and get them to fill it out that way. Some people sort of balk at the idea because it's it's a lot of paperwork yeah. to sit there and they go, why do you need so much stuff? And I said, so we both feel safe, so we both feel comfortable, so you know what I'm going to do I, right. and I know what you want to do. And so we're both on the exact same level, it's in paper that we're on the exact same sure. level. So if either of us steps out of line, we can actually sit there and go, look, yeah, this is here. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I do get a few people who have just flat, I wouldn't fill that out for Johnny Depp, is I think one of the ones that I got once. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, well, you're not going to fill it out for me, see you later. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, it's good that you're firm on that. Well, that's also a good signal that you know what they're about. If they don't even want right. to talk about consent, then... 
probably don't want to be around them. Yeah, it can be a exactly. very bad experience mm -hmm. if you don't know what they want and they don't they're, know they don't even what want to you're tell you. at. Right. They don't even yeah. want to tell you. Right. Even, they don't know. They just don't even want to tell you. Yeah, that's terrifying That's a red flag. But like, the, the biggest red flag I've ever come across mm -hmm. is um, I have no boundaries. That's we get that sometimes, you know, too. That. That's, that's, that's the that's scariest thing that I, I can I, I ever see. I think people say that, but they don't mean it, because I'll be like, oh, no, okay, you, I, I, I literally said, said this to him, like, oh, she's like, oh, I, I'm good with everything. I'm like, really? Okay, can I do you in the ass? And she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, see, there's a boundary. See, I've, yeah, I've gone more. I'll just do something, like, kind of ridiculous. I've, or, yeah, like, I've, got, I know I've gone more extreme than that. Like, oh, okay, that's a, see, there, you do have boundaries, yeah, don't yeah. you? Oh, I guess I, I, I always go to the most extreme part yeah, as I can mm -hmm. for that. And usually it goes yeah, down the lines oh. of, um, like, um, scat or urine or something like that. Just yeah. to sit there and go, just to see how they react. you're full of shit. <laughs> Yeah, you're you full of shit. Let's, let's be fucking serious here. Right. There's things that you like, there's things that you don't like. Let's fucking draw a line in the sand and put them where they are. Say that they don't boundaries, maybe so that you don't feel rejected. Because yeah, but, if you yeah. talk uh, about it, then somebody so, might. It, like, oh, I'm good with everything. That way they don't have to think about if it. If somebody says that, I'm instantly turned off. Like, it just. Yeah. It's a straight fucking gone for me from that point. I can't. And they just don't know. Yeah. They don't know enough about themselves to know their yeah. boundaries. But, I don't know. It, at that point, it's okay because by by the time I've asked what their boundaries are, we've had discussions around what they're into and things like that. So I not, sort of have a, a base idea of where they're at, that just not the higher end of where they're at. So right. there's still that comfort levels in there. Um, and then I don't have any boundaries means that they're just trying to please me, and that's right. Right. that's not what it's about. Right. Yeah. Oh, as as a dominant type in this situation it's probably more the other way is that the the s type is getting the attention is getting the love is getting more out of it for right. lack of a better term um in that in that sense so it's better for them to sit there and just be completely upfront and honest and go this is kind of where i'm at and that and that's so so cool it's like the, the best one i've had is somebody's just i've sent out the forms and I received them back in an hour and a half. I just went, thank you for that. It helped me learn, and it helped me learn more about myself. And that's right, one of the yeah. big things in there because in this big list of things, this one's a 13-page one where it just lists a whole bunch of things to do and where to do them and things like that. People sit there and go, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And they learn more about themselves as they're going along and doing it, which I think is really, really cool that's as well. Pretty, yeah, well, that's yeah. Cool. yeah, and I think it. it it takes someone to force them to look inward in order yeah. to learn that because you're not necessarily going to do that on your own. You're not no. going to go Google up lists of kinky sex acts and go, oh yeah, well, yeah I want to try that. that, 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 that. <laughs> somebody sends me a list saying, hey, do you want to play? Yeah. How do you want to play? And you're like, oh, oh my God, what the or hell you, is or that? You now get, I'm yeah, look you that get up. an idea that, I, you know what, I never thought about it, but I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's how the same idea, the consent that, circle. That, that, that part there is actually really exciting for me as well. When somebody goes, I haven't done that, but I really want to try it. It sounds really cool. And then I can sit there and go, well, we can work through that. And I can show you it and see how you feel about it. And then and then I watch the, the little seed that I've planted grow into this big thing when they try the, the shoot-offs of what that first little bit, whether it be with me or whether it be with other people, right? I can still see them grow from that point in, in, their, in their 
little wee sexual journey for like a better time. Well, we've had a few experiences like yeah. that where you know she. It's usually I get to watch mm-hmm. Robin have an experience with someone and it's their first, and it, it, it is really cool. Mm-hmm. It is awesome to see that. Where we had the one lady who what for 18, 20 years oh, yeah. she wanted to kiss a woman, yeah. and her family, her boyfriends, her you know relationships. Yeah. All were like, oh hell no, mm-hmm. and then that one night she just kind of went from just you know Fuck little it. bulb. Well, she was by you know, herself. Like a, she a was tulip bulb. She was single, so she mm-hmm. was able to didn't have anyone like looking over her shoulder saying, oh don't do that. And she could just do it. And she was in a very open, and safe, free, safe yeah. place. And, and that that that's the other cool part yeah. is the the environment that you're doing all this stuff in. It's, it you is trust really, the people really cool you're thing. with. Yeah. you feel like safe enough to, to explore that part of yourself I, I've had a, a number of people that I've played with who have um, had friends that have sort of sat at, and given interest into some of the things and it's really cool that my friends will sit there and go hey go and talk to this guy meaning me and then they come to me and go hey I was referred to you by so and so to learn more about this and well, it's like, show me your card and I'll give you 10% off the referral <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's a really cool feeling as well because yeah. it means that you know you're making other people feel comfortable enough right. to recommend you to others. Right. Yeah, that is cool. Mm. That is cool. It's a real nice feeling. ever happened, but for me, but, yeah. <laughs> it would be cool someday. <laughs> I, I put in a good word for you. I know, but it never pans out. That's not true. I'm just joking. Dude, I'm not recommending you a man. You don't appreciate it. <laughs> so I guess a, a personal question because yeah. for me my personal preferences I guess took a long time to kind of manifest mm-hmm. um, like, like the, the bisexual part you know and I never really understood because I was not very well educated mm-hmm. when it came to anything other than, and I wasn't really well educated on heterosexuality either, but more so than anything else. Yeah. So for me, I always thought, well, I can't be gay because I don't like guys, mm-hmm. and I can't really be bi because I don't like guys as much as I like girls. Mm-hmm. So what am I? Well, I guess I'm just straight and I'm confused and I don't know. And then we started to become friends and. I learned about her journey, and and so it kind of opened me up. So, how did your kind of that was my I don't journey? Preference, but how did you come to that? Like, did you always know to that realization yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there wasn't really a point of yeah. of realization or anything like that for me. Um, it was sort of I just liked what I liked, and I was sort of if I don't try it, then what, why, why not? Right, yeah. You know, I might miss out on something that I really enjoy. So it's just one of those things that just uh, started off with porn, like going into buy porn and, and watching sure. that and realizing that I was turned on by it. And, and um, from there, just sort of uh, with friends and things like that, we'd go out to parties and, and whatnot. And I, there was a lot of sex in my upbringing, a, a lot of it. Um, like I lost my virginity at 13. Um, I was into triple figures with people I've slept with by, I think, 16, 17. Yikes! Wow, you're busy. Yeah, I was real busy when I was young. I was also a lot skinnier when I was young, too. Well, from um, all that sex, you couldn't gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a lot of work. And, and it was just sort of, if you think, if you sort of 
the easiest way that I can explain it is is a 60s reference to sort of free love. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that didn't mean multiple partners or anything. It just meant literally just fuck whoever you want, I guess, right, for yeah. lack of a better term. Because it's it's all just free, and and that's sort of what I did. There was no there was no stigma against it. Yeah, okay, your society. I mean, like in Zealand, I guess. It's well, like I grew up in Brisbane, in Australia. Oh, so like you know, it's more progressive, or it's like not as big yeah, a deal. Like, it, it, it definitely was. Wasn't even a thing. Yeah, it definitely was, but um, the like the the gay guys got a lot of got a lot of teasing and whatnot oh. growing up still and and that sort of thing but it, it, I don't think it was really all that bad um, in that situation um, but what what the guys didn't realise is the gay guys got to hang out with both girls so I had to put in both camps like quite quite <laughs> early on so it was fine for me um, but yeah there wasn't a sudden realisation it was just sort of those um, you know we'd have three or four people uh, after a party and we'd just sort of fool around with each other sort of thing and that's how it started for me and that was that probably didn't happen until I was about 16, 17, where I just sort of went, actually, I like both, and I enjoy doing things with both, so I'm going to keep doing that. That's really cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really come out as such until yeah. um, sort of the last four or five years where I've been openly sort of putting it out there right. uh, for, for people. Um, and the only reason that that's happened is, um, one, because of the podcast has certainly helped a lot with that. The other one is I don't care anymore what people think of it right like if someone sits there and goes discussing the advice like okay fine I don't have any need for you in my life right the, the only the only the biggest problem that, that I face by is I'm not gay enough for men and I'm not straight enough for women I've, I've yeah, come across I've yeah. come across that a, a decent amount and if that's the case for them then I have no time for it right yeah. I think for me, the if, if you're thing, if you're putting so yeah. much emphasis on one sexuality, yeah, and it it tells literally the tiniest bit of a story about somebody, right, and they're judging like such a large chunk on that tiny little piece of information, then they're not as open-minded as they think they are. That's a very good point. Yeah, right. It's really that's good. But yeah. So yeah, that's it for me. It's just I sort think of, for me, it's just sort of natural, I guess. Yeah. For me, it was. I, I didn't grow up in a very sexually mm-hmm. free environment, um, religious oh, family. And mine wasn't um, sexually free, I just made it sexually free. Okay. Well, you just made it and, for yourself. And, you yeah. know, and that was never a, a big thing, but you know, I went in the Marine Corps right out of high school. So that was definitely, you can't be gay. Mm-hmm. You can't like guys yeah, back at then, all. definitely. Well, back no, then, no, like, no, 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 no. Wasn't even Don't Ask, Don't Tell back then. Right. Yeah, it, it wasn't even, even then, no, it was before that. that. It was, you cannot. It yeah. wasn't even doing that, because if, if they found out even a little bit, you're, yeah. um, you know, it's, it was, yeah, it was well before the don't ask, don't tell, and then, but anyway, you know, the whole beat into your brain that, you know, if you're a real man, you like women, and you can't like guys if you want to be a real man, so don't like guys, and so it's kind of like, it got pushed down for a while, quite a while, you know, and then once I met Robin, things kind of opened up a bit, and kind of was, I thought about it a long time, Yeah. but I didn't really understand it, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, especially for men, bisexuality is not, a, well, 
it's, it's not, not saying that's very high. about yeah. you know it's definitely not talked about 100 and if you do try to talk about it it's like whoa yeah, I don't need that you know mm-hmm. kind of thing and but but the moment the moment you say by women oh everybody yeah, everybody huh? 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 Yeah. What? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's so so and you know and not knowing enough not talking to people and not being able to talk to people mm-hmm. you know I just mistakenly assumed that the one definition of bisexual I heard was you like both men and women the same. So well, that's we, not we, me. Yeah, which which is a stupid, you know, stupid thing. Right. And then the, I can't be gay because I like women. Mm-hmm. So I can't be bi because I like women more than I like men. What, one, one of the new ones that's come out that I actually really like is heteroflexible. You know so, what Which I, means you're mainly straight, yeah. but you for the right yeah. Yeah, sort yeah, of you, situation, you could... Yeah. I think, you know, I... I, we've talked about it many times. I just don't like the label. Mm, yeah. Because if I go into a party and I say, you know, I put the wristband on that says I'm bisexual, then I might not be in the mood for a woman tonight or a man tonight. Yeah. I might be in the mood for just whatever happens. Yeah. If I label myself as bisexual, then I kind of limit who yeah, I can play yeah, with yeah. female-wise because some guys don't like their women messing with bi guys mm-hmm. because you might want to play with the guy too. It's like, well, you know, it's not that way with it. I don't want to sleep no. with every woman. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick, I would pick women. Yeah. You know, if I could only have I'm, one, I'm in the same boat. you know, I would only, I would pick only women. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I want to have sex with every woman. Yeah. You know, even if she's good looking, I don't necessarily want to have sex with no. her. I got to have some sort of connection. Perfect example of that is one of my traveling mates. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you run into, so if you label yourself bi, you run into the couples that won't play with you mm-hmm. because they don't want nothing to do with a bi guy. Yeah. Or even a bi curious guy. Mm-hmm. Or even a guy who's talked to a bi curious guy. You know, it's like, whoa. Yeah. So, but then it also limits me. Because if I say I'm bisexual, what if I'm, I haven't had a bisexual experience in how fucking long. But, you know, it's been a long time. So, you know, but it's like, I don't want that to define me. No. And I don't want it to pigeonhole me. You know, and so if I tell you I'm bi, then you have a specific mindset of what you think that means. Yeah. It, you know, and I don't want to limit myself. Yeah, this, this is why I sit there. I don't tell people. Yeah. I don't tell people. We'll have a conversation with them. I don't sit there and go, hey, I'm bi. Uh, yeah, it doesn't I, I'll just go and, you know, whether it be in a club or whether it be whatever, I'll just sit there and be like, I'll just talk to them like a, yeah, I'm just a, a regular person. I'm going to talk to you like a regular person. But I, this is why I also have the world's worst, air quotes, gator, because it doesn't fucking matter right, what, yeah. you know, what their sexuality of their inclination is they're still a human being I want to get to know that human being because right. they're a human being right. not because of you know how they align themselves in any way shape or form it's still a person yeah. is a person and I wish more people th- this sounds kind of conceited but I wish more people would think that way oh and I don't just think it sounds conceited at all I think it sounds wonderful to be honest with you. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's it's probably more grounded than people who don't feel that way mm. because you're, you're you're placing way too much emphasis on like you said earlier a really minute part of who you are yeah exactly you know and so i mean it's not going to be part of your personality is it no no i you know i think people that know me all my life if i came in and told them that hey you know i'm bisexual i don't think they i i, I don't think anybody would even believe me mm. 
because I don't. It's not one of those things where you talk about all the time. No. And, it's, and it has not much to do with my makeup of who I am. Exactly. You know, it's just what I like. And I, and I think that's that's one of the biggest issues that is that people who aren't cishet people um, all have this this uh, misconception on who they are because of their gender, their sexuality, their whatever. Right. You know. If you're bisexual, this is how you act, this is how you look. If you're gay, this is how you act, this is how you look. If you're lesbian, you know, you're butch and you've got... Right. And it, it's such a low... Shit, they've got Favorite fucking again. mop bucket again. It's not as noisy this time, though. I'll, I'll say that. I think she, she's trying to keep it quiet this time. I mean, can you imagine if somebody put that much stock in whether you like chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Yeah, exactly. Or, you, oh my God, you like that, both? That's almost, Ooh, like, yeah, that's almost what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because it, it's it's that little bit. It's that insignificant. You know, just because you like strawberry cheesecake and I like, you know, chocolate ice cream, it shouldn't mean that we don't like each other. Exactly. But if uh, you like women and I like men... But if you don't know, like, it could be scary. Yeah. It took me a long time to come out. I, well, I came out 20 years ago, but... More than 20 years ago, but... Coming out, though, was, like, hard, you know? Mm. But once you do it and you meet other people, you're like, oh, it's really not a big deal. I will say... Like, I getting do, there is a little bit difficult. I do say... I will say that I think it's a lot easier now in today's okay. society than yeah, what, it, exactly. what, what it has been. I, I It's totally a lot more agree. accepted now. I mean, it's, like, nine days. Which is awesome. Yes, yes, we're getting there. So if you're coming out now, yay! Good for you. <laughs> you can do it, if, and if you're in the closet and you're not ready to come out, that's okay too. Right. Like you don't, yeah. ha- there's no pressure on you to have to come out at yeah. any time. Yeah. You can just take your time, yeah. and when the time's right, you'll do it. Yeah. I so, saw some memes mm. on like it was some I don't know if it was bisexual day or mm-hmm. coming out day or so I don't know what the hell it was, but people were having the memes like it's okay if you're not ready yet. Yeah. And I'm it's like, okay. well, wait a minute, it's you're okay. telling me it's okay? Like, I don't ever have to come out, and it's okay. Well, that's true, Yeah, too. exactly. You know, they're like, well, if you're not ready, it's okay. Eventually, you'll be ready. It's like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't need to tell people. My parents don't need to know. No. They didn't well, know how many times I had sex when I was married. They don't know. need to know how many women I've slept with. They don't need to know how many men I've had. It's none of their fucking business. And this, this is the thing, though. Coming out doesn't have to be to everyone. Right. It doesn't so have to be to everyone. I mean, it can just be to the people that you want to. Famous. Yeah. It's gonna be everybody. But unless you're, every, you know, you're everybody else, it really doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to worry about famous. <laughs> that ain't sure. never gonna happen to me. Yeah. Unless so, I win the lottery or go on a. Yeah. I just. Uh, I, I kind of am in New Zealand. I think I just choose to come out in the context of my own life. Like well, I was yeah. in a yeah. conversation, and I'll mention. If it's relevant, yeah, like the exactly. same-sex partner, if it makes mm. sense for the story, I'm not going to just... And I'm like, oh, you know, so then they kind of just naturally... Like, it just naturally works into yeah. coming out. Hi, I'm Dave. I occasionally sense. suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, nice to meet you, Dave. I, I don't think I'll shake hands with you. <laughs> don't know where that hand's been. Sure Sorry. you washed your hands or not. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, is it relevant? <laughs> Yeah, no. if it's yeah, relevant, it's not then relevant. go ahead and come out. And if it seems like, you know, like would further the conversation, then maybe, yeah. hey, go for it. But if it's not, don't worry about it. But it basically, it just boils down to you do you. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, really. That's usually what it does come down to. Hmm. I gotta do me, because nobody else is gonna. 
uh, don't even get me started on that. The way the way that this trip's gone, I've had somebody in, it, we've all been sort of same room, oh, sort God. of situations so you don't at have the no moment. Privacy. <sighs> and it's it's. Let's say the frustration, the frustration is starting to boil. Oh, yeah, it's probably the nicest thing. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've got, well, I've got much had, more, much more fidgety. In Mexico the other day. That doesn't count. Huh? It, yeah, it does count actually. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> it wasn't too I did alright that no, night. That's an endorsement for Tinder. It's not too bad. <laughs> well, um, oh, no, well, to be fair, I've had some fucking awful sex. Oh, really? Oh, so. no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, think, I think everyone has at some point yeah. in their life, but, yeah. All right, we should probably wrap it up. How long have we gone? An hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. This place it's is pretty probably soon, waiting for us Actually, to Actually, well, it does close at night, so. so. Oh, shit, so we should probably, yeah. So, but how do you, yeah. um, do you want to huh? get a copy of that? If I could, that'd be yeah. lovely. So how do people how do people reach you? Oh, oh yeah. usually our end of our podcast. Yes, so probably yes. Probably yes. Go. And, um, and say the name so, of yeah. your podcast who, who again you with the acronym. And yeah, everything about your podcast, how people can reach you, all yep. that. So cool. So it, it's the ASLUT podcast. A S L U T. Uh, stands for Advice, Sex, Love, Understanding, and Trust. So it's the A-Slot Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search the A-Slot Podcast. I'm the only one there. A-Slot. A-Slot. The website is aslotpodcast.com. That's just launched in the last uh, month and a half. Okay. Um, You can actually get all the episodes and stuff on there as well. um, Nice. By subscribing up to that. Um, Yeah, that's... also on... Sorry? Stitcher. St- uh, am I? Are you on okay. Stitcher? That's yep. how I, I was listening. Yes, you are. So, where to listen to me is literally everywhere. Um, tune in, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Basically, wherever you get okay, any cool. other podcast, you can you can find me in some way, and you'll be able to search a dash slut podcast, and I'll, I'll I'll definitely pop up on there. That's yeah. That's pretty much the way to go. Cool. I'm not sure if our, oh, our Robins. You can you can email me at the podcast at gmail.com as well. Cool. If you're okay. if you're interested. So I know Robin's mm-hmm. podcast, the Unicorn Report. Um, I'm not sure how many folks are into the kink, but if they do have kink questions, yeah, absolutely more be, than welcome. Sounds to like ask. you'd be the you're the expert. The, you're the go-to. The, yeah. yeah, I'm more than happy to answer and any questions around that, especially with my e-stim question. Questions. Was it with your forms? Now, are those forms like readily available for you to send out, or are those personal forms? Um, that I I j- tend to just show them to to people I know, okay. um, but I if people want a copy of them for their own use. I have no issues in doing that either, purely because I know it creates a safer environment um, for people to to play and to learn new things and do new things. So if people request um, to see it, just for their own knowledge or to use it themselves, I've got no issues in in sharing it. So just email you? Yeah, just email me, theaslotpodcast.com. I'm more than happy to to get those out there. Cool. It sounds like you've had pretty good success with those too. So. I mean, you know. It's even for like. Uh, I mean, it, it a seems gen- like a it's gentleman a tool. never kisses and tells. Well, but it seems like it's a tool that's worked well <laughs> yes. for yes. you to have better experience. Yeah, it's it's a comfort thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you have all of these things and it draws that line in the sand, so people know where exactly where they are, which makes people feel more comfortable. Cool. Awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know, and I I, I just want to reiterate 
It was really cool listening to your podcast, especially when you and Holly and Sam were talking about the consent and the EIC, I think is what you call it. Enthusiastic. Uh, enthusiastic informed consent. Informed consent. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So enthusiastic consent is one of those things that I'm hugely, hugely big about. If you, I'm, I'm sorry, I know we're finishing up, yeah. but I'll, I'll finish on yeah, this point ahead. around enthusiastic consent. There's so there's something to be said for you know you ask your partner if, if uh, or somebody that you're seeing, oh, you know, are you up for rent, for example, and they go, uh, yeah, you can do it if you want. That for me is an instant no. Right. That's a no for me. I'm not right. going to do they that. They better be excited. It, yeah, it has to be like, a, yes, I'm gonna, I want to do that, or yes, please, I really yeah. want to try that. Well, even I really want to try that is going to be a, a big, big part, not just if you want to, or yeah. okay, then, you know, that yeah, for me. Yeah, that's not really like. It's not enthusiastic. It's not. It's not, it's it's not overly like, informed either because they don't know what right. can go wrong or anything like that. If I'm, and that's part of the reason for those forms is that everybody's informed on what everything is, and they can decide for their own from that point whether they want to want to go ahead with it or not. Yeah. So. And that's huge for us. We always talk about consent. enthusiastic consent is very sexy. For everything. Yeah. And yeah. there's nothing better than Not to have sexy. someone be enthusiastic yeah. about being with you. Right. Like, right. oh my God. And my favorite thing to do when asking for consent, because, you know, one of the big arguments with it is um, asking for it can ruin the mood. And that's one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. All that tells me is that you're unimaginative and you're shit at dirty talk. Right. Because there's nothing sexier than going up to someone's, in, someone's ear and just going, do you want me to fuck you right now? You know, something like that. That's fucking hot. And it's going to happen. And it's consent. Right. It's asking for consent. You cannot tell me that that is not, you know, yeah. sexy. And kind of when yeah. you're talking about what you want to do, it's kind of yeah. like foreplay. It is. 100%. You know? Yeah. Because people do get excited about yeah. talking about what might happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. So, cool. But EIC. Cool. EIC, E-I-C. Enthusiastic informed consent. Hashtag EIC. E. <laughs> is the shit. <laughs> EIC is the shit. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Right. Hey, listen, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's just been you awesome. For, it's been yeah. so good. Yeah, it's kind of a spontaneous thing, and I guess that we never got. I don't know if we gave the background in the beginning how we all like hooked up. Just because through, no. tw- I got a message from Twitter. Twitter. From you and I, I, mean, yep. I don't know if you from Adam and from anybody. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be in your area, and you know, in a week. And then I didn't respond for a week. <laughs> 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 so I was like, and then I was like, oh, let me, I better check my Twitter. And I was like, I knew, it, and I remembered that message yeah. from you, and because I got in an email, but I'm like, I'll check that later. And then it was like a week later. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's in town right now. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then I messaged, and sure enough, like you were, it was a great time. It was like 55 miles away Crazy. from Tucson at the time when, wow. when I got the message back. Because oh, I'd, cool. I'd literally just switched over from, from driving because I didn't drive the whole way. Um, the last sort of hour and a bit was was one of my travel buddies that did it. And it was just, yeah, it just worked out really, wow. really cool. That's That's cool. cool. And, um, and yeah, here we are. And we've just had, what, an hour and a half, over an hour and a half of, of talking about everything. It's been so, so cool. Yeah, really cool. And like, this is now like the second podcasters that I've met. The other one was the group in Sydney, and it's just really cool that podcasting and talking about these things has allowed me to do these things and talk to more people and meet more people and, and talk about it even right. more to more to a bigger audience as well. Right. Which is yeah. Yeah. Well, say hi to everybody on your trip for us. Yeah, I will. Have a hell of a time at 
your birthday party. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. going to be, awesome. <laughs> yeah, be awesome. I, all, all I got told was bring condoms, bring a lot of condoms. So wow, that should be a fun time. I have to say, I love the way you guys say condoms. Condom? What is it? Condom. Kind of, kind of. Let's kind of, say it the way you normally. Kind condom. Of, condom. Condom. Yeah, condom. <laughs> <laughs> so when listening to your podcast, you know, just the different words and. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, I, I, there is a whole accent. The pronunciation. I, think I, I swear I had a fan. Somebody wrote in and was like, I think your accent's sexy as hell. I'm like, I don't really have an accent, but okay. Yeah, you do. Well, <laughs> like, when she gets her Michigan mom, her old Michigan mom. But, I mean, just to me day to day, like, I don't feel like <laughs> I have an accent. But it's just funny. I was like, oh, your accent's so odd. I'm like, I, I get, okay. I get that about... Yeah, about the way that I talk quite a bit, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the way you talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, I you, quickly, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's difficult to say thank you to that because it's just a natural thing. It's not like right. you're trying to do something for someone. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. but no. Once again, um, thank you so much for, yeah, for thank chatting. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And and um, if you want to, you know, put this on your podcast or rebroadcast it, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. So. Awesome. Yeah, no, that'd yeah. be that'd be awesome. It gives me more material. Yeah, more material. that's right. You can be like, oh, wait, that's a Fortnite. Got it. Yeah. Oh, and if you, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but if you do listen to the podcast, we have a really good friend who's a musician who gave us our, her, her, oh, um, yeah. her theme song. Taylor? Yeah. Taylor, yeah. So. I've, I've just changed mine. Did you you? would have listened to the to yeah. the new one on the on the Holly and Sam. So okay. that's a that's a brand new one that I did from episode thirty. Okay, cool. Uh, I only just changed it over at that point. It it was a song originally called the Masochism Tango. The Masochism Tango. Yeah, written in 1938. Whoa. Yeah, a wow. really really cool song. So I'm sure that's in the public domain now. Yeah. Well, it must be because I haven't been flagged for it or well, anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> haven't been sued yet. Okay. Cool. I will catch you. Catch you later, sexy peeps.